0: On the Record, on News Talk. Brought to you by PwC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets,
1: diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation. Uh, It is 12.25 on On the Record on this March 27th, a week short of Census Day 2022, which of course is usually every five years because of COVID every six years now, uh, where we are all asked to fill out a form and tell people exactly who we are and what we stand for and how we go about our lives. Uh, There is a slight difference to this year's form and maybe it's influenced by something which happened six years ago, when alongside the traditional census there was also something called the Census of the Heart. Uh, Mary, who is with me in studio, was responsible for, for part of that. Mary, thanks for coming in. Explain to us, what is the Census of the Heart?
0: Well, the Senses of the Heart was a project myself and Cathy Scott did in 2016. It was really uh, we were we were putting together an alternative census because we felt actually in 2011, we felt that we were doing a project called the Ireland Iceland project, which was bringing people together uh, from Ireland and Iceland. And at that time, my dad was dying and it was around the time of the census. And I remember coming home, my dad was dying and I was also getting letters from the bank that were uh, threatening to repossess my house. So okay. I remember coming home one of those evenings from the hospital and, and being uh, off, given the, the you know, the form of the census from the enumerator. I remember standing in my hall going, why is nobody asking me what, how I am, not just, you know, how many rooms are in my house and how, how strong is my Wi-Fi mm. and that we decided in that 2011, both myself and Kathy, and through the Trailblazer, that that we would put something together for the 2016 census, particularly because it was the 100 years. Mm. You know, it was going to be on April the 24th, which was yeah, the actual hundred, centenary yeah, day, like yeah, centenary of the first shots being fired of the Rising. So mm. we just thought it was an important thing to capture that snapshot of actually. The human exper- mm. experience of being alive.
1: So if the traditional census then asks you who you are, this asks you how you are. And yeah. you had, um, well, first of all, how, how did you even go about getting people to respond to it? Because you don't have the luxury of immunerators going to every single household in the country.
0: Well, it was incredible what happened because we were sitting around our kitchen table or two kitchen tables. Uh, and then we gathered a whole village of people to p- pull together. We had no funding, but it was, we just basically... Decided to do it as we have to do in these times uh, when we want to bring change. So we just decided to do it. Got loads of people who could help us in their different skill sets, and then we put it out. And we kind of were expecting about, you know, hoping three thousand, four thousand would do it, Hmm. would would uh, take the survey, which was online. Twelve thousand.
1: Twelve thousand people in every
0: single county in the country. In every single county, and from ages right from 18 all the way up to over 80. So yeah. if
1: the if the traditional census asks you questions like how many bedrooms have you got in your house, how strong is your Wi-Fi, how do you get to work, yeah, what does the census of the heart ask of them?
0: Well, it's about the human experience of being alive. You know, it was like, are, did you? We were, we felt it was really important at that time. You know, in the sense, in the proclamation, the whole, the whole idea of the cherish, the word cherish. Uh, was in the, the proclamation, such mm. an important document. And we wanted to know where pe- did people feel cherished um, in Irish society? You know, did they feel empowered? It was much more about their inner inner states, mm. you know, their emotional states and then how they were dealing with the world that we were living in at that stage, which was, you know, mm. uh, not quite as as much in crisis as we are now, but it was we no, were, were just past b- the barely crash. out of a financial
1: yeah. crash, so there was a lot a lot of things going on. So there were there were it was still census like in that there were some or a lot of prescribed questions asking you to answer stuff, but, but emotional in nature.
0: Absolutely, exactly, yeah. Just it's it was exactly the the orientation of the questions mm. was different. Uh, what did you
1: find? What were your main findings?
0: Well, we found so many different things. I mean, uh, we found. Uh, some great information around I think one of the important things was gender you know we included uh, in the gender question we, it wasn't just male or female we also had other okay. and you like 1.5% of the respondents answered in other which I, we thought was really important yeah. to track that as something that was happening in society yeah. and important I, as it to happens, people. I,
1: I happened to ask the CSO on the day that this, this year's census was being launched why there were no questions about gender identity yeah. or sexuality and they said that they, they weren't sure given that you can't really have a, a an other and then fill in the blank they felt that it needed to be a menu of options and that they were rotating some of them but you obviously had more flexibility well, and you we could do, say yeah, if, we, if you don't subscribe to these two Tell us how you describe yeah, yourself? Yeah, that's
0: what we did. We just did that. We left it open. Mm-hmm. It was it was an other and then left it open. Um, that was one of the, the things that we found that was really important mm-hmm. um, and some of that results. And then, you know, to how, many, how many people felt cherished in Irish society? You know, over a third didn't feel cherished in Irish society. Right. But then it also, f- you know, almost a fifth of people didn't answer that question either. OK. So it, it, in these surveys, what's also really important is what, you learn from them. Yeah. Even what does the word cherish mean to people? Maybe that was something that people didn't understand.
1: Mm. So uh, I'm guessing then that there there would only have been slightly less than half the people who would have felt that they were in any way cherished then. So it, it must lot, have presented a, a th- quite th- a frail th- emotional picture of the country.
0: It did entirely. Well, it, it presented a very um, complex because that's when you're in this area of human, you know, when you're working with more the human realms rather than the sewers and the, you know, the Wi-Fi and the rooms, mm. you're in a much more complex than nuanced you know, po- yeah. information. But that data is so important, like it's so important to capture it. And the CSO and what they capture is brilliant and, and important mm. for social policy. But that well, was it's quite my, clinical. It's, of course, and easily much easier to ma- measure. Yeah. Whereas what we were asking was is much more complex and nuanced. But if we don't ask it, it doesn't have enough. You know, what? what's our social policy being yeah.
1: um, so do you, then, do you find yourself then asking questions like, you know, are are you happy? Are you content in life? And if so, then what what do people say back to that?
0: We did ask, you know, are you, you know, well, well we asked their emotional. What what did they feel mostly in their life? You know, in most days, how do they feel? And they there was, you know, mostly positive and there were some negative. Um, and then in terms of the happy, we know that uh, that we had we tracked that across the different counties mm. which was interesting as well. Um, and so some, some counties are Leitrim are was the happiest county. Leitrim? Yes, Leitrim was the happiest and Leitrim, Tyrone m- was. Much
1: maligned by all of us here in the, the Dublin Asia, but Leitrim were the happiest people Leitrim in Ireland. Leitrim were
0: the happiest people in Ireland. <laughs> in Ireland. Back then, anyway, we yeah. don't know now.
1: Um, because the, this was also done and you mentioned the census was done uh, literally in the centenary of, of the Easter Rising and there, there was an awful lot of national commemorations and the likes around then. Mm. You, there were also some questions around national pride or how they felt about yeah. Ireland of 2016
0: yeah there were, yeah we asked and that was mixed you know we're we're proud but there was and this came okay. up in so many but. there is a but yeah we're very proud at but mm. um, and on, I think that was one of the important things from the survey it shows that you know, the duality of we can't, I mean, you were just talking there about the neutrality question that yeah. the Red Sea poll, you know, it's exactly the same. It's really complex. Um But this is really important information to know, too. Mm. Um And things like climate crisis came up particularly. And, you know, we asked that uh, message in a bottle. We called it two questions at the end that were like the time capsule question from the CSO this year. Okay. And they, things that throw, threw up, you know, there was great pride uh, and, and delight and uh, really feeling proud about the fact that we had the marriage equality um, and then at the same time there was a lot of despondency and disempowerment around Brexit and around okay. Trump's, he, uh, Trump was running at that time yeah. for election. So,
1: um, so, but you, you then, you find a, quite a, then a complex emotional buildup of the country and, and what's remarkable about this and one of the reasons why we've asked you in this week is because um, this week it, it's going to become a formal part of Ireland's National Archive.
0: Which we're so thrilled about, you know, we didn't know when we were sitting around that kitchen table that that was ever going to happen. You know, that the National Gallery, it is a repository and a snapshot of this mm. time, 100 years after mm. the proclamation so, was read. So So
1: what's happening is that the, the National Library are formally kind of taking on all of your responses and they're, they're then going to be in the national stock, our, yeah, of, our, the, the stock of the canon of the country. Absolutely. We, we'll recognise what you found.
0: But They recognise what, what we found and also there's a lot of data we weren't able to analyse so it's there for some other researchers to come along. Like we wanted to start the conversation but that's that it's there for anybody to, to go and look at it but uh, also researchers who want to take this and maybe build on it. We'd love that. Uh, love people to do that. So yeah.
1: You're having an event this Wednesday then to mark we all are. this being handed over.
0: We're having an, a, an online event. Um, it's at seven o'clock on Wednesday and we're going to have Catherine uh, McSharry, who's the head of or the acting head of the National Library and Della Keating with myself and Cathy. And Mm. we're going to, you know, chat about the census, chat about the library and what they do. But and also we'll, we'll have a space there for people to actually prepare for the time capsule question. Yeah. Have, have you thought about what you're going
1: to put down for yours? Um,
0: I was thinking that on the way in. Um, I'm going to talk about crisis and where what we've been through uh, the pandemic and maybe what the great green shoots that I think are coming mm. out of that.
1: Well, uh, it is great to hear that you do think there are green shoots, particularly given how how you might be maybe closer to the pulse of how people have felt for the last couple of years. Uh, it is fascinating stuff. The Census of the Heart 2016 uh, being handed over to the National Library this week. I'll tweet out the link to the online event in a couple of minutes. If people want to see it, Mary Kennedy, one of the co-organisers, thank you very much for coming in to talk to us this lunchtime on the record.